0: So sad to hear, and uh, so I did pass that one along on Facebook. But more and more uh, news is surfacing about how minority people, Christians, uh, just people in general, are treated in a lot of the nations. We saw this week uh, nerve gas being used against the citizens in Syria, and so that chemical warfare is really something the United Nations has issued statements against it but you can see very few nations will do anything to try and stop it you know just so a lot of these dictators and people similar people to those uh, tend to think that they can do anything to their citizens and uh, it's just the most horrible thing you always think of your government as being there to help you and protect you but then when the government hates you and, and makes up laws against you it makes it really really difficult to live So that's why I believe God has called us to pray uh, for persecuted nations everywhere, persecuted Christians everywhere, uh, because the Muslim onslaught is increasing. It's just that people are getting more vicious. Uh, They're doing more things to, um, uh, I guess, to try and force people uh, to allow them to rule. And uh, the Lord won't have any of it. He wants people to be free, free to worship Him, free to. Um, uh, you know, find their their identity in Christ. All of those things, and so uh, we have to fight to make sure that the gospel remains free, and that people remain free to hear the truth, and then they can make a decision. This is about more than what's going on in this span of time that we live in. Uh, this is about eternity, and so God is looking at things in an eternal light and understanding what people need. So, so we'll go through some of the information we have for this month and. Uh, talk about the voice of the martyrs and what they're doing this month. Um, Just to let you know, the ministry does contribute to them monthly. And so we're able to support them in everything that they do. And so with your prayers and our finances uh, together, then we can always make sure we're doing what God tells us to do. And so there's some special projects they have from time to time, and we can always present those. And If we feel like we want to take a special offering for that, we can. But in general, we do uh, support them on a monthly uh, basis. And it's a good thing to do because uh, it's one thing to pray, but it's another thing to help make sure that their prayers come to pass as well. So that's always a good thing. So, amen. Well, Father, we thank you for this opportunity to stand before you and in your presence. And, Father, we know that you have given us a mandate to pray for your people, pray for the church worldwide, pray for those people who aren't even saved yet, that they would be saved. So we thank you, Father, for giving us this opportunity to share. And what's on your heart, Uh, and you do care for all of us, Lord. You're no respecter of persons. The Christian who is in these nations is just as important to you as Christians in this country. So we thank you, Father, for helping us to share the burden for our brothers and sisters in nations worldwide. In Jesus' name, amen and praise God. So um, this month's Voice of the Martyrs deals with smuggling Bibles. And uh talks about how, you know, many times people think, well, you know, do they still smuggle Bibles? You know, some of the, I remember when uh, people like Marilyn Hickey would take trips to China and they would smuggle Bibles into China. And that's kind of all you heard about uh, because I don't think that was that dangerous or that difficult to I know it wasn't legal, but so many Bibles got over into China and then you didn't hear so much about other nations. And I see why, because you can't publicize uh, what you do in some of these nations except in a very limited fashion. So uh, I wanted to share with you some uh, stories and testimonies and share with you some of the areas uh, uh, that are, are difficult. So if you ever wonder, if uh, there are any countries that it's difficult to get Bibles into, uh, I'll just hold up this map and uh, you can see um, most of the countries are in Asia and Africa, but these uh, these colors represent like the uh, orange color is uh, dangerous or difficult. You'll see uh, Colombia, which is in the the Western Hemisphere, not far from, you know, it's south of of Central America and South America. uh, That's in orange. That's dangerous or difficult. So there's Colombia, India, Nepal, Iraq, Pakistan, Mali, Turkey, Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Egypt, Nigeria, Somalia, Kenya, Tanzania. Illegal and/or highly restrictive is in the uh, darker burgundy areas. Those are Bhutan, Myanmar, Sudan, Laos, Malaysia, China, Cuba, Morocco, Algeria, Libya, Tunisia, Eritrea, Syria, Brunei, and uh, Mindanao. And Mindanao. Sorry about that. And then covert operations only are in these very dark areas, and that's Iran, Bahrain, Jordan, Kuwait, most of the uh, um, Saudi nations are on here, Uh, Afghanistan, UAE, uh, Yemen, Maldives, North Korea, Kazakhstan, all them stands. In Afghanistan, okay, <laughs> all right. So those are the former Soviet nations, which we know were were highly Muslim countries, and so those are the the uh, places. But Voice of the Martyr is still putting Bibles in those areas. Uh, there's a little picture here that really kind of grips your heart, and these are two men in a very dark room, and they've got a, a telephone. Light, I guess, or a little small light where they're reading the Bible together uh, in the dark. And so uh, it, it is illegal and dangerous, but God liberates people through the knowledge of his word. Amen. And uh, just like he liberates us through the knowledge of his word, always hold the God, word of God in high esteem because this could be us. You know, we just are blessed to have been born a nation where it's free ish. Because there are many things that are going on now in this nation to silence the voice of God's word. And um, if Christians continue to just kind of have a lax attitude about it, it will happen. You know, people talk about um, what happened in Germany. They say they first came for the Jews and uh, you could hear the sirens Driving past the church, and they just sang louder. Everybody said, "Sing louder," to drown out the noise of the uh, you know, the, the Nazis that were coming to arrest people. And then when they came for some of the Germans, they said, "Sing louder." And then one day they came for the people in the church, and the, there was no more singing there. And so if we keep singing louder, so to speak, and turning our backs and pretending it doesn't happen, uh, it doesn't take much to pray. Uh, you're not being threatened by anybody if you pray you can pray in the privacy of your home we can pray in these meetings Uh, you can really pray anywhere uh, and and God will hear your prayers so this is the least threatening of activities that you will have to do Uh, and it doesn't take much time to pray an effective prayer Uh, we we saw in the book of Daniel the angel said that Immediately when he made up his mind to petition God, an answer was sent, you see. So, uh, you know, God responds to your heart cry. You know, sometimes your mouth may not express what your heart desires, but God hears your heart. And that's the most important thing that we can understand. But he also wants us to give that effort to prayer and uh, be consistent with it. You know, um, quit being too busy for everything doing nothing really you know there's really nothing uh to do uh, for a christian really except to serve god you know you can do all this stuff you run around and try to have this and try to have that and you know i'm a business person my business takes up a lot of time and all of this but if you don't put god first you know none of that's really going to be successful Um, and you can look at back at your own life and see that you know when you Before you knew the Lord, it wasn't, and sometimes we pick up the same old habits and lifestyle once we come into the knowledge of God. So if nothing really ever changes, nothing ever will change. But prayer will change things. If you give yourself over to the effort of prayer, uh, God will hear those prayers and he can move mighty mountains (coughs) because of our prayers. So, uh, here's a story uh, from the uh, the uh, um, editor of this, or president of uh, Voice of the Martyrs, it says as we serve and meet with persecuted Christians, their first request is that we pray for them. And so, if we will pray for people, that's the first request that they have. The second request follows immediately: we need Bibles. The need for God's Word in hostile and restricted nations has compelled our ministry since the days when Richard and Sabina Wormbrand first began smuggling Bibles behind the Iron Curtain more than 50 years ago. And that need has only grown since then. Communist governments maintain restrictions on God's word and many Islamic regimes go to great lengths to severely punish anyone who owns or distributes Bibles. We refuse to be deterred by governments that have made God's word illegal or by radical groups that threaten Bible owners and distributors with violence. It is sobering to consider that Bibles are treated as dangerously illegal in many oppressive nations in the same way that we treat some drugs as dangerously illegal in the United States. So Bibles are a threat to dictators, Muslims, Anybody who's anti Christian, the Bible is a big threat to them. It says here, he said, We stand with Christians who would rather obey God than man, and when the Bible is made illegal or violently opposed, we join them in becoming Bible smugglers. Our Christian family members willingly risk and suffer imprisonment and physical harm in order to own a copy of God's Word and share it with others. It is an honor to serve them and to serve with them. We are working to get Bibles into the most dangerous, difficult, and restricted areas in the world. God continues to bless our efforts, and in recent years, we have delivered more than one million Bibles each year to our Christian brothers and sisters in these areas. Isn't that amazing? People want them. They don't care if they're risking their lives for it. They want the word of God. The hunger is so great and it's wonderful to see. I remember seeing a a clip of a picture of some people that were in a very dark room and they were opening up a box and they saw Bibles in there and people just grabbed at them. They were so happy. They kissed the Bibles. They were so happy for that opportunity to have the word of God. It was in an Asian nation. I don't remember what it was, but uh, they were so looking forward to receiving the word of God. Today's Bible smugglers are using bold, clever, and sophisticated methods. We are creating large-scale smuggling operations that move tens of thousands of Bibles across the border at a time. Establishing secret printing presses, and science. they're working as hard as the dope people are. To, you know, you see a lot of these dope peddlers dig tunnels. There's tunnels between the United States and Mexico. That they can, you can actually, uh, people can actually, when you're walking on the ground above these areas, you can actually hear people underneath chipping away and they know exactly where they are. They said they're establishing secret printing presses inside restricted nations, using technology to defeat oppressive regimes' firewalls, to digitally distribute Bibles, and trekking for days to end-of-the-road villages, Where Christians are attacked and oppressed. Handing a Bible to a Christian brother or sister in these areas is a wonderful experience. I wish you could go with me to see the joy on each of their faces. In many cases, these brothers and sisters have prayed for years that God would provide them with a Bible of their own. I'm always honored and humbled that God allows Voice of the Martyr to be the answer to those prayers. The inspiring stories on the following pages show your prayers are giving and giving at work. I pray these stories will lead you to treasure your Bible and spend more time in God's Word. And I hope that they will further challenge you to pray. We can accomplish great things for God through prayer. Please use the Bibles on the Front Lines map in this newsletter to guide your prayers through For our Christian family members who need their own Bible, and for our bold brothers and sisters who risk imprisonment and even death to bring the Bible to them. Let's bring another million Bibles to our persecuted Christian family this year, Jim. So, amen. Amen. God is good. Getting a Bible to every believer is a task that the global body of Christ can accomplish in our lifetime. Here at Voice of the Martyr, we are committed to seeing it happen in countries where Christians are persecuted for their faith. In recent years, we have been able to distribute more than one million Bibles each year on the world's most difficult and dangerous mission fields. We rejoice that God has allowed us to do this work for his glory, but we are far from finished. Many Christian organizations are working to globally distribute God's word, and Voice of the Martyr has played a special role within that movement for 50 years. While one million is an exciting number, our specialty is not seen in how many Bibles we deliver. What is special is each of the one million precious persecuted believers who joyfully receives the Bible. Our special role is delivering Bibles to Christians in the most difficult and dangerous places where many governments and extremist groups treat the Bible as an illegal item that we must smuggle or otherwise covertly distribute. We have been blessed by witnessing firsthand the joy that comes when we bring our Christian family members their first Bible. I, Jim, recently distributed Bibles in northern Nigeria, where radical Muslims have assassinated Christian leaders and burned churches. And I, Cole, have recently distributed Bibles in northern Iraq to replace those destroyed by ISIS. We are thrilled about this month's newsletter, Focus on Bibles, because it enables you to share in the joy and inspiration of our persecuted Christian family as you read their stories a bible for every believer in a hostile or restricted nation in our lifetime we know god can do it and we invite you to be a part of this great work in serving our persecuted family so uh, let me see here's a picture of i'm not sure where this is uh but it's showing in a little village where people are everybody's gathered around this one gentleman it's reading the bible to some adults and children mostly children here's another group of individuals and as an asian nation looks like everybody there has a copy of the bible so they're being able to distribute them and get them uh, into the hands of believers because they are so hungry for gods they want to know more about the god that they have given their lives to so never take your freedom for granted folks always fight to hold on to it too you know we say that and then many times we just forget and don't fight to hold on to that uh, privilege of being able to freely hear God's word and freely receive God's word how we smuggle Bibles these are four inspiring stories from the front lines access to God's word should never be denied or restricted Today's Bible smugglers are willing to be viewed as criminals in the eyes of their countrymen and governments because their high, of their high loyalty is to God and His Word. We are inspired by these recent reports from our overseas staff working in Bible smuggling frontiers. Some country names and other details have been omitted for the security of ongoing projects. Bibles in beer boxes. Over the years, Voice of the Martyr has established and operated underground print shops in many countries, and we continue to do this today. Technological advances are making these covert printing operations more effective, but sometimes the simplest methods are still the best. In one country, Bibles leave the underground print shop and are shipped throughout the country unquestioned because they are hidden in plain sight inside beer boxes. We have flooded the nation with God's word. A country that already showed great hostility toward the gospel became a restricted nation overnight when a new regime took over. One immediate action of the oppressive regime's plan to eliminate Christianity was to severely restrict uh, access to Bibles. In response, we built a smuggling channel that recently passed a tremendous milestone. The 400,000th Bible crossed the border just a few months ago. When we traveled to this nation to follow up on distribution efforts and make sure every Bible was getting to a believer in need, we heard an encouraging praise report. We have flooded the nation with God's word, but just when we thought we had met the need, God gave us access to another part of the body of Christ in that country. The fact that we can now serve even more of our family in this nation became the greater praise report digital disciples in Iran. We have participated in Bible smuggling operations in Iran for years, and we continue to do so. However, the oppressive Islamic regime has become very effective at arresting Bible distributors. Bold believers carry out this work knowing that they will likely be caught, imprisoned, and tortured at some point. In recent years, we have added new techniques to our smuggling operations to improve effectiveness and help reduce the risk to distributors. Now, the Bible and entire libraries of Christian resources are passed from believer to believer on a microchip the size of a fingernail. This turns phones and computers into digital Bibles and powerful ministry tools, making it much harder for the authorities to detect their distribution. Grounded in God's word, persecutors target children because they want to win the hearts and minds of the next generation to their radical Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, atheist, and communist ideology. In response, we distribute children's Bibles to help parents and churches anchor the Christian children in God's word. They must build their faith upon this rock so they will be able to withstand the most severe trials imaginable. Because of your support and prayers, we were recently honored and blessed to be able to distribute a children's Bible to every Christian child in the village in Kenya that was brutally attacked by radical Muslims. The investment of God's word in the next generation of the church will bear eternal fruit. I think I had a picture of a little girl with a... Is she on the back of here? Where is she at? I, I always get so blessed when I see little children loving god and loving the word because it's here she is i think she's in pakistan she got her own children's bible yeah praise god smuggling bibles one at a time at a recent gathering outside the country hundreds of house church leaders from throughout china received training and encouragement to help them minister more effectively and before leaving the conference they were given something illegal to take home with them the pastors had requested tools to help them go deeper in God's word, so the voice of the martyrs provide each of them with a high-quality study Bible. They were thrilled with their gift, even though they knew it would cause them trouble. People who join the meeting are from all over the country, said Pastor Ho. They are eager to have these Bibles because of where they live and policy of the country they cannot get as high quality a Bible. When they came to our meeting, we have to invite some popular pastors from all over the world to teach them for four days. At this time, you offered these Bibles, and it has enriched the knowledge of what we are studying." Pastor Ho knows better than most the dangers of carrying such a Bible in some parts of the country. His church is located in Xinjiang province where the government has removed crosses from as many as 1700 church buildings. The government does not know about these Bibles and we will not let them know this, he said. We have to be very low profile because of the actions they have taken like removing crosses. The brothers and sisters want the training of the Bible, and we offer them an opportunity to study. Most of them are preachers. Some of them are living in the North, and they need to take a train for two or three days to join the meeting. They are not rich like most preachers in China are not rich. We offer the Bibles to them, and they are very thankful. While China's government-sponsored Bible printer, Amity Printing Company, boasts of printing Bibles in more than 90 languages and exporting them to more than 70 nations, including the United States, the printer doesn't keep up with the demand for Bibles in China. In addition, the Bibles it produces do not contain commentaries, footnotes, or other study helps to help readers better understand the scriptures. Such Bibles are outlawed. China's communist government seeks to control not only Bible printing, but also Bible distribution. Anyone who prints or distributes Bibles without government permission could be sentenced to years in prison. Pastor Ho supports the continued smuggling of Bibles into China, even though it's illegal, and said Chinese Christians are willing to pay the price for owning them. The greatest worth is the Bible, to help the infrastructure of the gospel in China a lot, he said. It is very important. The influence will spread more and more in the future. When we share the message with these preachers, they will spread out the seed and more people will believe in Jesus because of this. More souls will be saved. A New Bible for a New Man as Roberto Santo Gomez looked back on his life, he felt like he hadn't amounted to much. He was empty inside, and his heart was filled with hate. As a member of the Lestus Zapatista rebel group, his work involved shaking down people for money, running drugs, and fighting the government. But that hadn't given his life new meaning, and now he felt trapped by the Zapatista cause. After considering his options, Roberto decided he would go north to the United States and try to make some money. As many others had before him, Roberto hopped a train that runs from Chiapas in southern Mexico to the United States border. The trip didn't go as planned, however. Roberto fell from the train, severing his left arm and leaving him with multiple fractures. As he lay on the ground in agonizing pain, he suddenly recalled the words of a street preacher he'd once heard in a park, and his thoughts turned to God. God, if you exist, give me another opportunity, he prayed. Give me life, and I'll get up, and I'll look for you, and I'll speak about you. God answered Roberto's prayers. He survived the accident, turned to his home, and true to his word, became an itinerant preacher. Roberto is still poor by earthly standards, but he lives by faith and survives on the generosity of those he meets. When I hear him preach, it touches my heart because he preaches with such passion, a local Voice of the Martyr worker said. The street preacher from Roberto's past had such an effect on him that he decided to do the same kind of work. He shares God's love in part on street corners with anybody who will listen. Though he is often rejected or ignored, he knows from personal experience that God's word is planting seeds. This year, Voice of the Martyr provided Roberto with thousands of Bibles to distribute to new believers. Christians in the area suffer under the same Zapatista rebel group of which he was once a member. The Christians are isolated, ostracized by their communities, and many have been subjected to a life of severe poverty. After faithfully distributing the Bibles, Roberto met with Voice of Martyr Worker to share his report. As he pulled the list of Bible recipients out of his Bible, the Voice of the Martyr Worker noticed how tattered Roberto's own Bible was. Roberto, she exclaimed, why didn't you take one of the new Bibles for yourself? Oh, sister, he replied, even though my Bible is old, I have one. Those who I gave Bibles to had none. He says, well, God has, has a blessing for you, Roberto, the worker said, as she handed him a new study Bible. Roberto was overjoyed by the gift of a new Bible. When he saw it, his face was transformed. She said he got so happy. So this is Roberto. He has one arm missing, but he still goes to the street. You know, sometimes, amen. Sometimes you just need to make a deal with God. You know, you're at the end of your rope or you're at the end of whatever. I know one thing, if you want to live for him, he'll let you live. You got me? That'll, that's a guaranteed healing, a guaranteed restoration, or whatever. On the road with robbers. Give us more, the robbers demanded. It was 9 p.m., and Faisal's Bible distribution team was eager to get home. After delivering Bibles to 11 Pakistani villages in three days, they had taken a shortcut to get home faster. But as the team slowed their old van to navigate a bumpy stretch of road, they found themselves surrounded by a band of robbers, notorious in that part of Pakistan. Rajis, one of the workers riding in the van, tried to reason with the six armed men as one of them pointed a gun at the driver and another held a gun against the passenger's legs. We're giving, we've given you everything, they told them. Why, don't you, uh, why do you want to kill us? But even as they were rolling down their windows to hand over their valuables, he knew that the robbers would likely force them out of the van and shoot them one by one. We have Bibles, offered a uh, 13-year-old Amber, the team's youngest member. Please take a Bible. We don't need it, the robber screamed, throwing the Bible down. A mile and a half ahead of them on the road, Pastor Faisal and the rest of the team waited nervously in the first van. They could not see what was happening behind them, but they knew something was wrong. Almost 20 minutes later, the team in the van came barreling toward Pastor Faisal's group with its lights off. Everyone was shaken. The robbers had taken their money and phones, and Rajesh had a bruise on his neck where he had been hit with the butt of a rifle. Before letting them go, the robbers had told them, don't look back, don't stop, don't turn your lights on, otherwise we'll shoot you from behind. Robberies like the one Faisal's team experienced are just one of the many dangers Bible distributors encounter in hostile parts of the world. Faisal's team spent several weeks each year delivering free Bibles to believers across Pakistan who otherwise would not have access to one. These workers seek out Christians who do not have a Bible. Relying on local contacts to provide the names of those who need one, most of those receiving Bibles are new to the faith. Despite the dangerous, tiring journeys, Faisal and his team are committed to supplying Bibles to those who need them. We will show up, he told Voice of Martyr workers. We will do our commitment. With each trip, the team travels farther afield. Just before being robbed by the bandits, They had distributed more than 700 Bibles to believers among the Sikh people in the ancient Hindu city of uh, Nankana Sahib. Many of these believers are extremely thankful to finally have their own Bible. Thank you, the believers in Nankana Sahib told the team, you are water for a thirsty soul. So, yeah, amen. So that's where this little girl is from with her children's Bible. So they have children's and adults. Praise God. Amen. Okay, one more. The New Bible Smugglers. Armita clutched her bag as she made her way to a table in the small cafe. After ordering tea, she carefully placed the bag on the floor between her feet and glanced around the crowded room. She smiled, knowing that what she had placed on the floor was about to change lives, but she also knew that members of her country's secret police could be among the crowd that arrested her and and arrest her. Dear Jesus, she prayed silently, please use this to draw people to you. One by one, the cafe customers searched their phones for a Wi-Fi connection. When they found one that didn't require a password, they clicked on it. But instead of a page stating the Wi-Fi's terms and conditions, and offer for a free digital download of the New Testament, the Injeel appeared on their screens. After Armida finished her tea and paid her bill, she picked up her bag and went home. She planned to do the same thing the next day in a local park. The Voice of the Martyrs continue to find creative ways of getting God's word into restricted nations and hostile areas. We use everything from underground printing presses to modern technology, such as Wi-Fi hotspots like Armita uses and SD cards that can be shared among house church members. Standard printing presses are also sometimes used to print Bibles during the press's off hours. Voice of the Martyr smuggles Bibles into countries in large quantities. We smuggled 400,000 Bibles into one aging country over a 12-year period. In highly restricted nations, faithful believers find creative ways to share the gospel on a regular basis. Join us in praying for the Armitas, printers, and other workers, the new smugglers who risk imprisonment and even death to carry out this essential gospel work. Amen. So, amen. So those are the people who are living uh, dangerously. Uh, you can definitely say that. But uh, the new technology is, is kind of interesting, too, that people will allow people to, they'll go into a, like a Starbucks, what we have here, and go in there. And uh, people are looking for free Wi-Fi all the time, and uh, they wind up getting a free gospel uh bible you know distributed to them online so it's one of the creative ways i'm sure and they will there will be more and more i remember when uh, in communist nations they uh, had what they call radio free europe this was during the second world war and uh, around that time and there were ways to get truth to people Because in many nations, the government owns the airwaves and they would just constantly bombard them with messages about how wonderful the government was and threatening people and just totally brainwash people. And that's possible to do with what you hear. It's very important what you hear and how you hear it. And and it's good to stay in the word of God. You get in your Bible and you talk to God and you start building a relationship based strictly on the word of God. It's essential. It really is. Praise God. Amen. Because you can watch Christian television all day and not get any of God's word. You just sit there and watch it and see how much of the word of God you get. Or how many uh, calls for salvation. And that's so central to the gospel. I mean, what what else would you be on television for if you're not there to preach God's word? So we know that there's a lot that's done on there that's not really ordained by God. But we know better. Amen. And we want to help the people that want God's word. So if you're ready, we're going to pray. You pray in the spirit. I'll go through through some of the nations uh, and uh, some of the names of the people. The little girl, Armida, who was in the cafe and was uh, using the microchips and all the technology that they had, the children's Bibles. And we want to see all of this increase for the glory of God. We want to see God's people fed and fed the word. And, and get strong in the Lord to where they don't care if they're persecuted. They just want to live for God. And, and pray for this nation as well because, you know, I have a feeling the church here is not really aware of what's what's true gospel. was I mean, there's a lot of people just are in false religion and think they're they quote the word and kind of prophesy to people they think they've got the real thing so we really really have to pray uh, for the truth of god's word to be bold and strong and pierce this darkness and strip the religious veil off of everything and this pretend stuff and entertainment All that kind of has to stop, you know. I I see some ministries that used to be on fire for God. Now all they do is entertain people. You know, they come out there and they sing a lot, jump around and sweat and dance. And the the preacher comes up, he doesn't even have a Bible in his hand. He just talks to people. And you don't want that. You want God's word. That's the only thing that's going to change us is the word of God. So, Father in heaven, we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you, Lord. We thank you, Father, you're the God of all flesh. Nothing's too hard for you. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Lord, we ask you to forgive our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We ask you to do the impossible. For our, our brothers and sisters in this persecuted nations, we ask you that the gospel would increase, that there would be more preaching of the gospel, more of your words sown in these places, Lord, that give the people a boldness, Father, give them new understanding of technology. We pray for the Armitas in the world, that they would be able to go into these public cafes, and allow people to receive uh, downloads of, of, of electronic Bibles. We say let that increase in Jesus' name. We pray for these uh, nations where they are smuggling Bibles, especially to children. Let the children increase and grow in the knowledge of you. And we thank you for that, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray for a million and more Bibles every month in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for unique and uh, um, uh, crafty ways of distributing the Bible. Father, we say let the people be uh, invisible to the government, to the oppressors. We say let them be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your mercy for these people as they travel. Thank you, Lord, for angels that hover over them, that are assigned to these nations, assigned to your people. We break the power of communism and Buddhism. We break the power of the Muslim uh, onslaught in the name of Jesus, all these oppressive governments. We break the power of false arrest and torture and torment in the name of Jesus, all these threatening movements in Jesus' name. We pray for these illegal and difficult and dangerous nations, Father. We pray for Colombia, India, Nepal, Iraq, Pakistan, Mali, Turkey, Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Egypt, Nigeria, Somalia, Kenya, Tanzania. We also pray for Bhutan, Myanmar, Sudan, Laos, Malaysia, China, Cuba, Morocco, Algeria, Libya, Tunisia, Eritrea, Syria, Brunei, and Mindanao. We pray for Iran and Bahrain, Jordan, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, uh, Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, United Arab Emirates, Yemen, Maldives, North Korea, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Tomekinstan, Uzbekistan, and we pray for all of these places, Father, where people are oppressed, we break the power of oppression in the name of Jesus. We break the power of intimidation and threatening in Jesus' name. We break the power of, of uh, fear in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, to give them more boldness that they would, that would, they would proclaim your word. Give them more boldness, Father, that they would speak boldly your word. That they would obey God rather than man. And that they would live and to be uh, go out another day to preach your gospel and to live for you. We thank you, Lord, that these people's lives are in preaching your gospel, in distributing Bibles, teaching believers, making disciples of all men. We thank you so much for that, Father. Thank you for opportunity and ability in people to gather together and work together. We bind strife and all kinds of intolerance. We bind betrayal in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for causing these people to grow up in you in mighty power. We ask you, Lord, that they would be able to influence people in government. That government leaders will turn to you, Father. They would turn away from their wicked ways. We thank you for that opportunity to pray for them, Father. Let our prayers be heard, Lord. Let our prayers count. Let our prayers matter. Let our prayers go to people in affected areas so that they can receive from you. And we thank you, Father, for protection for these people. And we thank you that we submit to God, resist the devil, and he must flee. Satan, we command you to flee from these people seven ways. Vengeance belongs to you, O God. They resist retaliation against our accusers. They are serving you. Why should the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. You who sit in the heavens are laughing. Behold, they're threatening. Stretch forth your hand to heal, O God. Do signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. We declare that the way of the ungodly will perish. They will fall by their own counsels. Lord, judge the people. Judge us, O Lord, according to our integrity that's in us. Let the mischief of those who persecute them return upon his own head. Keep us as the apple of the eye and hide us under the shadow of thy wings. Thank you for teaching their hands to war so that the bow of steel is broken in their arms. Thank you that you have given them the necks of their enemies. Shut the mouths of the lions that roar their lies and threats against them. Cause the tongue of the wicked puke. Persecutors, to cleave to the roof of their mouths and stop the pointing of the finger against your servants in these persecuted nations and in the nation of America. Stop those who point the finger against us without a cause and who hate us. It's time for you to work, O oh Lord. They have made void your law. Lord, we know it's nothing for you to help. Help us, O oh Lord our God. Save us according to thy mercy. Let our hands prosper and prevail against our enemies. But the Lord is with us as a mighty terrible one. Therefore our persecutors shall stumble. They'll not prevail. They shall be greatly ashamed. They shall not prosper. Their everlasting confusion shall never be forgotten in Jesus' name. And Father, we just pray for people in this nation who are being persecuted, especially Christians who are being sued. Father, we thank you that their money will be given back in the name of Jesus. We thank you to cancel these lawsuits, Father. Thank you, Lord, that judges will look at these settlements as excessive and return that money to these people in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that this current administration will set a ceiling. On the amount of money that can be gotten out of these lawsuits in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, to raise up more people who will refuse to serve people against their conscience in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, to make your people in this nation bold. Make them awake out of their slumber, Lord. I thank you to cause Christians in this nation to wake up. Come out of your drunken stupor of religion. Come out of your false religion and entertainment. I thank you, Father, that these people will repent before you. Cry out to the living God for forgiveness, for mocking your gospel, for mocking the ministry, for making merchandise of the gospel. I ask you to cause these false people to hit their knees in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for raising up true people. True believers, after your heart, flood this nation with people who really love you and will preach no matter what, in season and out of season, and carry the truth of your word and mercy for all who will repent. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you and we praise you for that. We honor you and we love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bless you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. We thank you, Jesus. You are God and there is none above you. There is no other. Thank you, Lord, for putting truth on our inward parts. That we rest on your truth. We rely on your truth. We want nothing but your truth in our lives, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, to stop each and every one of us from our normal routine. That we will come apart like Moses did. And watch and see what you're trying to say to us, Father. I ask you, Father, to arrest every person within the the sound of my voice. That they would come apart from what they are doing that is so important to them, Father. And listen to you, what's really important. Get their instructions, Father. Get their forgiveness, Lord. Get a cleansing, Father. Get pure before you. And get their marching orders to go out and conquer in your name. I thank you, Father, for the opportunity to preach your gospel. Even at my age, Father, that I will preach your gospel. Even the young ones in this congregation will preach your gospel. Those in middle years will never be too busy with their busy lives to stop and hear what you are saying so that they can empower and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Preach your gospel in Jesus' name. That they would hear your voice and rush into battle and subdue the enemy before you, O oh Lord, that we have much work to do, Father. That we have a gospel to get out to a lost, sick, and dying word. That we would be effective in our homes, and our neighborhoods, and our churches, in the neighborhoods where our churches are. We would be effective in every place that we are. And we thank you for that, Father. We bless you. And we praise you we magnify you thank you jesus praise you lord thank you jesus praise you lord hallelujah kuran dari asia khanda ya sikir india kurata asia khanda ya sikir india kuran dari asia khanda ya Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Don't come up here. I keep seeing little widow's head in front of me, little beetlejuice <laughs> praise God, thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus,. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord wants you to know that you are in the fight of your life right now. You're in the fight of your life. You're not fighting just for what for a restitution and fighting for what's right for you in a natural sense, but you are really fighting your way out of bondage and straps to hinder the gospel from coming forth in your life in the way that God ordained it from the foundation of the earth. And the Lord says the only thing he wants you to say, do is say, yes, Lord, and don't restrict him. And don't restrict him. And don't restrict him. Don't find anything else you have to do. Just say, yes, Lord, and don't restrict him. And he said, the grave clothes are falling off. Chains are falling off. Everything that has hindered and restricted you is falling off in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, free him up to preach your gospel the way you ordained for him to preach it from the foundation of the earth. That from this day forward, all chains have fallen off, all restrictions have fallen off, grave clothes have come off, everything that will restrict and bind him. Second guessing is coming off in the name of Jesus. Doubting is coming off in Jesus' name. And we thank you. For free flow, unhindered gospel coming forth out of him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Nola, come up here, please. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord says, you know what you're supposed to be doing. And he says he wants you to do it to do what's in your heart to do and quit denying it quit thinking that it's time is past it's too late it's never too late stop worrying about this natural world around you stop worrying about finances material but do what's in your heart to do and do only that only that thank you jesus thank you lord thank you jesus Thank You, Lord. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Praise God. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Lord, we thank you that the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Thank you, Lord, that once we're called, we're always called. I thank you, Father, for people answering the call in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for people saying yes to you without reservation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God, thank you, Lord. I remember over twenty years ago prophesying to both of you to call as evangelists. You remember that, don't you? Uh huh. Call still there. So let's get to getting. You remember that, Pastor Shirley? It's still there. God doesn't care how long it takes you to say yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but it's still there. Amen. It never goes away. And that's that's the hunger in people's hearts, See Your hunger is to do what delights your Lord. Nothing else will do. You know you can have some fun with other stuff. Amen. You can have fun with some other stuff and and do it temporarily, but there that hunger, that hole in your heart has still got to be filled with what God's called you to do nothing Nothing else is going to satisfy you. And He'll let you go do other things and see how that suits you. It don't quite suit ya. Well you gotta gotta have what God wants first and then the icing on the cake, amen. So you guys are getting ready to dine on fine things. Yeah. You serve God without restriction, amen. You get yourself free from the world's entanglements and natural things that you think are pressing in on you. You get all that off the table and man you can you can really live for God. It's wonderful. Get yourselves free, y'all, and Do what God wants you to do. Amen. So if anybody else needs prayer, we'll put some music on, some worship music, and I'll pray for you. Miss Karen, you're all healed, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Praise God. She thought that cough had her, but it sure let you go, didn't it? The devil is a liar. Amen. Praise God. Anybody who needs prayer, come on up.